Hola, 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 and welcome to another episode of The Marketing Natives. Today, we're going to talk about what we have learned after spending $250,000 in Facebook ads. We're talking about strategy. We're talking about successful ads. We're talking about audiences. We're talking about uh, management. We're talking about video. We're talking about branding. We're talking about a lot of good stuff in here, uh, a, lot, a lot of good golden nuggets uh, and uh Basically, Aaron wrote all this stuff because he's he's the marketing guru here in our company, and um, he's he's the one basically running these two hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of uh, Facebook ads. Uh, so yeah, we know a thing or two about uh, our our successes and failures in Facebook. This is the Marketing Natives, providing actionable ways to grow, improve, and succeed in your business. And now your hosts, Christian and Aaron. I loved your intro because uh, it reminded me of some kind of funny commercial where it's, uh, you know, where you're just screaming something in Spanish to try to get me to buy something, like an infomercial. Mm. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, buy these shoes, buy these shoes, come on down to come on sh- down. shoot carnival. Shoot carnival. <laughs> All right. Um, so I think the reason we we're doing this episode is because uh, we want you to not make the same mistakes that we did. So obviously every dollar we spent was not a ROI and I don't want that to be like, I don't want people to perceive that, Hey, of the $250,000, we, we just made money on every single dollar. Cause that's not the case. Uh, so hopefully this episode will help you, uh, navigate that. Um, number one, uh, probably the most important thing that we do is spend a lot of time on strategy. Now, before we would just say, okay, well, this looks like what we need to do this. Let's work backwards instead of coming up with a strategic way. Um, to make that happen. So you can work backwards and, and that is what we did before, but the strategy now becomes how do you get in front of those people? What kind of content do we need to create? How we're going to get in front of them, what the goal is, and then how are we going to acquire that lead or how we're going to track that sale. And before, uh, we didn't really look at the big picture. So we spent a lot of time on, um, and what we've learned very quickly is that if you don't have a good strategy, it's going to be very hard for you to be successful. Uh, with campaigns. Yep, absolutely. Um, our second thing here is successful ads take time and monitoring daily. So everyone just talks about how Facebook, it's a sort of a magic pill, pill, a magic pill uh, where a business owner can, you know, run a couple ads and they will instantly get business and magically uh, increase their sales or whatever. Um, and you might, you know, get, you know, some business owners telling us like, oh yeah, we boosted a, a post of $20 and, you know, we got some success out of it and that's true, but nine times out of 10, you probably won't. Uh, it goes back to number one, it's, you know, having a strategy behind everything that you're doing and every dollar that you're spending on, on Facebook ads. He's uh, coughing over there for a second. <laughs> Hopefully he's okay. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. All right, good to know. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't think that, I guess when we were getting into this, it was more of a, just because you're monitoring it daily doesn't mean that you're making huge changes daily, but it does require you to look at it daily and know what's going on with the campaign. So that is big. Yeah. And number three here is speaking to your audience specifically, not generally, meaning that we would just run ads for like, say, for example, we were selling like coffee mugs. Hey, do you like coffee mugs? You should buy these coffee mugs instead of speaking directly to people who are interested in buying coffee or have 
maybe purchased coffee products before or using coffee lingo like, hey, you know, something about a latte or an espresso and using that language specifically to that coffee drinker um, instead of trying to be really generic. And going to the masses, it, when Facebook has given you the ability to be so targeted and so specific, um, it really does a disservice for you to, to reach so many different people um, who are just going to get upset about your ads because it doesn't apply to them. For example, um, you know, hopefully you guys don't think any different differently from us, but like if Christian and I got coffee ads, we probably would just keep scrolling because we don't drink coffee here. So mm-hmm. don't hate us, but don't hate us. Uh, but I mean, that, that that's actually, um, that will probably will be a good ad because whoever's running that ad is targeting uh, agency or marketing agency owners or, you know, things like that. People who work on marketing, which is like a, a huge, um, what is that called? Audience demographic. I mean, yeah, it's a huge. What are you trying to think of here? Uh, like it's very common mm. for, you know, people who work in marketing or design or that they drink their coffee every morning, you know, but we're like the complete opposite. So, I mean, if, if we do get an ad like that, like I can understand it. Maybe they were targeting, you know, people who work in marketing or yeah, design or something that's like true. that. Um, Most people we know are like taking pictures of their coffee or like yeah. constantly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, that's very true. Like even, you know, if you think back when, you know, Facebook started doing ads and things like that, like, you know, ads have become very, very targeted. Mm-hmm. You know, there there are times where I'm looking at an ad and it's literally like, it, the, the ads in Spanish and it's for marketing agency owners and it's for like people who live in the Plano area. So it's like very, I mean, very targeted, very specific. Um, and those are the ads that usually resonate um, with your audience because you're being almost like a creeper and you know a lot of things about that person and you know how they think and you know how the, the, you know, their, 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 their buying behavior and things like that. Um, so it's very important to, you know, try to niche down to, you know, your audiences and even niche down a little bit further. Um, and you will have a better running, uh, better ads, uh, running on Facebook. Yeah. I, the common misconception, I guess whenever people run ads from like radio or TV, their, their approach is let's reach as many people as possible. Whereas social mm-hmm. it's, let's be as strategic to the right audience as possible. So it's a different mindset and right. sometimes it takes people time to get over that. Yep. Oh, we have a, a baby horn. Oh, a hold baby, on. Baby, oh, there we go. All right. The volume is up now. All right. So um, this is a really fun time of the episode. We're going to tell you guys a little bit about us. And depending on when you're listening to this, could be 2018, could be 2019. Um, but we want to encourage you to make sure that you get a free website audit. Um, the reason why is that your website is even more important in 2019 than when it was in 2018, just the validity of your business and the potential, um, you know, people who are finding you online or are checking you out. They're looking at your website and trying to see if they're going to do business with you or not. Um, so your website and reviews, those are probably the two main factors on whether or not, uh, somebody's going to call you before they ever actually call you. So if you want a free website audit, go to Instagram, search bit branding and shoot us a DM. We will do an audit of your website and send it back to you to kind of tell you some things that you should change, some things that may need, um, a little sprucing up so that you can get more people to your site and then get more calls, more leads to your business and grow in 2019. All right, we're back, right? We're back. All right. 
Dang, what's that song? We're back. We're back. We're back. We're no. back. No. Um, all right. So number four here is uh, having a good Facebook management strategy will help you with your overall ad performance. Um, and I mean, we cannot stress this enough. Like you need to have some sort of uh, Facebook management strategy when we're talking about facebook management strategy we're talking about you know a, a content strategy where you're posting uh to to your facebook page uh relevant consistent content uh to your audience so that when you start running these ads you know facebook will more, more likely you know push you and 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 get your ads in front of the right people um and i mean we cannot I guess, stress this enough, you know, running ads without having any sort of content or real audience uh, behind your Facebook page just makes it way, way harder. Yeah. So I got targeted from a couple of ads last week and the ads were doing really well, but then I went to go to their Facebook page and they haven't posted since August. One of them hasn't posted like since like a year or two ago and they have like 200 followers. So it makes me think like, oh, you just built a Facebook page so that you could run your ads and you don't really care about your audience other than just running ads to them so that you can just get more business. When short term, that may work, but long term, it's not. Um, your Facebook page can create custom audiences that you could target later. Um, great referral source for, to, for word of mouth. So there's just so many different benefits that you could use when you have a Facebook page that's doing well. And it just adds more to your community instead of you just trying to drain uh, something from someone and just say, hey, give me your information or I want to sell you something. It's, you know, your Facebook page could be more of a humanizing of your brand and telling more people who you are and why they should do business with you. Yeah. I mean, customers are getting smarter and smarter, you know, every day. So, and just like, I mean, Aaron, just going back and checking, you know, a Facebook page, you know, a bunch of other people are doing the exact same thing. Uh, so this will only help you um, in the long run. Yes. All right. Number five, being consistent with your branding. Um, so, for example, actually, if you look at our podcast ads, so you're looking at this, we do a, a different approach. We try to, we're doing something, a strategy right now where we're just doing the most outlandish pictures as possible with really cool, vibrant backgrounds and letting the text tell the story and let the text drive the clicks. Um, but just to use the image to stop people from looking. So that's just one strategy we're testing. Um, it does pretty well. So if you want to use that, absolutely can. But what we have here is to be consistent with your branding, um, the way that you talk, the way that you your images come across. Um, for example, we have on here, Susie doesn't want to see a picture of an ad of a dog and trying to sell like you know, a, uh, a chewy dog toy. And then she goes to take into a landing page where it asks for a home address and social security. Uh, and then gets people to sign up for a social security workshop. So it's like, it's an ad about a dog, but then you get to a landing page, you give them your home address and somehow you're getting targeted for social security when you thought you were going to get a discount for a chewy toy for a dog. So that consistent branding from your, from your ad to your landing page, to your email, um, Take yourself out of the equation and kind of look at it from a, like a 30,000 foot view and just say, does this feel salesy or spammy or does this feel like I'm actually getting something of value? And if you can't say that you're getting something of value, then it's probably somewhere that you need to change and get something that's more a little bit more consistent. Yeah, I mean, and 
really even the example that Aaron gave is very outlandish because um, you will never see something like a picture of a dog and then taking you to a, a live social security workshop. Um, that was his example. Um, but I mean, little thing, like what I, I guess what Aaron's trying to say here, that, that, that branding and everything that you do from, from the ad, whether it's a picture or, or a video, um, going back to the landing page and maybe even if you offer a, a coupon or e the email series that they get, maybe afterwards, um, you got to make sure that, you know, everything's taken consistent with, you know, the colors and the imagery, uh, that, that you're using. Uh, so you can, you can, you know, psychologically, you know, keep people still interested and know exactly what that is from just looking at a, a color. You know, there's sometimes where I, I see an email come in and I just need to know, you know, the preview of it is like all yellow. And I absolutely know that it's, you know, from yellow box. Um, so just keep that in mind. Keep your branding consistent. Yes. All right. And number six, our final one here is video. Like seriously. Um, it's hard. It's, uh, we're not saying that it's easy. And you know, that if you listen to the podcast for any time, we've talked about video a lot, but it's something that's a necessity. So, so for some people it's a necessary evil, but, um, if it just means that you can grow your business 10 times more, it's something that you should absolutely look into. And the same thing goes for ads. So running a video ad to warm people up is going to be a lot easier um, for your audience to resonate with it. They actually can see something uh, versus just an image. They, they can only tell part of it, whereas a video could tell a full story. Maybe an image can, but not as easily. So um, video, we use videos a lot to warm up our audiences to cold people or from cold people, and then we use uh, images after that to kind of warm them up even more. But video is a really cost-effective way to get in front of a lot of people and tell people your story. That's a lot of people that I was using there. But. <laughs> All right, there you have it. Those are our six things that we've learned after spending $250,000 in Facebook ads. Uh, some of the things that we talked about is that you must have a strategy. Uh, successful ads take time and monitoring daily. Uh, you need to make sure that you niche down on your audiences. Uh, make sure that you also have a Facebook management strategy. Be consistent with your branding and take a look at video and implement that in your strategy. All right. Talk to you guys next week. Well, hold on. What? Let, me, let me tell them to subscribe. Oh, subscribe. Yeah. Hold on. Don't subscribe. <laughs> no, we want to thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, if you like this episode, you like this this type of content, um, more of a deep dive into a very particular topic that you know we spent a lot of time uh, working on um, and, and have a good insight um, on, on it, uh, let us know. You can go to Instagram at Bit Branding, let us know in the DMs. Um, but also, if you really like this episode, uh, make sure that you subscribe to your favorite podcast app out there. Uh, there's a lot of them, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, a bunch of them. Uh, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any more episodes. And leave a review. Bye. Bye. The Marketing Natives Podcast is a production of Bit Branding.